0: This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL.
1: This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 3, Episode 65, as the New York Rangers have tied the series at 2. We head to Carolina for game five. I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, Carolina has not lost at home. I, I I don't know what to make of this. I cannot believe we're in this position. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, and uh, I'm just glad I'm here with Andy uh, to kind of break it all down. So, Andy, how are you doing, my friend? Never a doubt that this the Rangers would tie
0: it up and <laughs> make this a competitive series. Never a doubt, in my mind. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Doing good, man. Great victory last night. Convincing victory, I'll say. Talk about Jekyll and Hyde between the road and home performances of the Hurricanes. I mean, they still get their chances, but they just, they don't. And I've, you know, listening to various hockey daily radio and pundits and panels and intermission reports and all this stuff. Everyone just, they can't seem to figure out why. Carolina gives up some, you know, even though it's like they it's not even it's if you look at the on paper, like it seems like they still generate the the lion's share of chances like they usually do, because that's their style is just to throw the puck from everywhere and get zone time and generate it. But it's just like they can't I, 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 you just don't see the belief in them on the road that they have at home. And, you know, obviously, <laughs> if not for a Kako missed open net. The Rangers are just need one more to eliminate them, right? You know, but so that's the thing. And I, I think you and I talked about it, just this if for whatever reason. You know, I was scared shitless the entire series versus the Penguins at all moments. But it just considering how much of the season I was scared by the Hurricanes, and then how much in the first round I was scared well, if we beat somehow miraculously beat the Penguins. And survive this then we have to play the hurricanes i'm not they don't really scare me right now Uh, you know and and listen they have good players they have a good coach and a good system and they generate good chances and they have a good goaltender it just doesn't scare me they don't have that that x factor that kind of scares and i just think you just see the rangers getting better and better and better and you know obviously at like i said carolina is a good team and they're going to get their chances but outside of maybe in the last two games the rangers had i thought they were pretty good defensively the first game igor's only given up one goal in each game and i would say the goal on tonight was more of a breakdown it wasn't he there's was nothing he could do on the, on no, this night no. but everything he, he had to stop or and grade a chances he stopped so he's you know he's looking much, if and if he was indeed rattled or a little bit injured from the Carter uh collision he doesn't look it right now and this team just looks like they're slowly gaining more confidence in themselves Kreider and Zibanejad continue to finally show up which is great uh Ryan Lindegren might be the unsung hero of this entire playoff so far you know talk about the the spark what how great was he last night just and doing this all on on one leg you know it's when Whenever we finally hear what he's playing through, it's going to be miraculous. He's going to be like, yeah, my my I don't have a foot right now. It's like, uh, but it's all right. We like we, you know, made a cast out of paper mache and kind of stuck a little screw in it. So, you know, but um, yeah, I just this is a team that looks like they're starting to believe. And obviously it's the hope that kills you. So that's the scary thing.
1: Yeah. Listen, it, it, it's kind of crazy that the New York Rangers have put themselves in this position and they're getting the play that they're getting out of some key, some of the key players. And this is what I think most Ranger fans kind of expected. Like, it, it's not going to be Rangers put up six goals every night, right? It's the playoffs. You're going to have ups and downs. And, you know, for the New York Rangers, though, I and you even said this multiple times. And, and I've certainly felt this way that the Rangers would never I never felt like the Rangers were just getting beat. I always felt like we're beating ourselves. We can play better than this. This is not the other team taking it to us. This is us just refusing to skate, refusing to move our legs in in the corner and draw penalties. And, you know, refusing to shoot the puck instead of, you know, making, you know, two extra bonehead passes that, you know, one gets picked or, you know, it it just misfired. And now it's behind the play and they pick it up and they turn and go the other way. It's just, you know, you watch this team, and and to be honest, though I missed the first two periods, so this is I kind of wanted to ask you. I had a baptism class, uh, and I was checking my uh, Apple Watch for the score, and I on honestly thought because I haven't worn my Apple Watch in a while that it was picking up an old score because I saw two nothing after one, and I'm like, nope, this is reading an a score. From the last time I wore it, this cannot be happening. They're up to nothing. But then I was like, well, look at me. Just being a soldier of God here, he's rewarding me. But, you know, it, you know, for for me to look at this game and kind of watch the replay and, and you kind of just see the Rangers are finding their own. And I think it it's more on the defensive side of the puck more than anything. I mean, they're limiting chances to one and done, right? They're really good at, all right, you know, Igor makes a key save. Let's get gather the puck and get it out. They really only get in trouble when they're hemmed in in their zone for you know for multiple shifts in a row. And you know the Rangers have kind of limited that from what I saw. And you know I, I kind of wanted to start this podcast off and kind of ask you, Andy, last night's game, the first and second period. You know I, I looked it up. I kind of tried to get a feel for how they played, but I, I think it's pretty easy for people to say they played well uh, after they solidified the win. So. You know, from your perspective, you know they're up two nothing after the first, three nothing after the second. How did it really go in terms of play? Uh, You know, did that score kind of match the effort? And and you know, what did you think?
0: Yeah, no, it absolutely did. I think both teams were the pace was the fastest of any of the games in the first. Uh, I think it's the fastest I've seen the Rangers probably play all playoffs, which surprised me. But Gallon had made a comment about he liked the fact that he thought it was a good thing, that it was getting nasty. He's like, because we're going to get focused. And that's kind of exactly what happened. I mean, uh, the Rangers were going. Yeah, it just was it was a very evenly matched first period, I thought. Obviously, the biggest difference was uh, the Rangers power play is potent. It has been all year and is potent in the postseason. And the Carolina Hurricanes is uh, absolute doo doo and lost, especially on the road. And obviously, there was a Truba hit on Domi, which I assume you've seen by now. Yes, he just absolutely bodied him. And uh, again, Domi is fo- Domi blows a tire right as Truba's coming at him, so he's lower. And then Truba just finishes his check. And you know, I obviously then every, not to segue too, too hard here, but obviously then everyone's like, oh well, you know, Truba's got a history of this now. Well, how much many times does this have to keep happening? And but again, but unfortunately, and listen, I I have time if you're like, you know, I understand this is a a, by letter of the law, this is a clean hit. But, you know, guys are still getting hurt or going to get hurt because of this. And we have to change it. I have all the time in the world for that. But unfortunately, by letter of the law, players today are told, you you know, finish your checks no matter what. Don't and Domi, whether he's trying to avoid Trooper or whatever like quickly like stop up, it caused him to blow a tire. And then Truba just has to finish his hit and he does. And he goes right through Domi. And obviously there's head contact there because he's literally driving, but Truba doesn't leave his skates until well after contact. And he falls down as well. He's trying to drive through him shoulder first, obviously, as you do want to hit and Domi, because he's blown a tire ends up mid mid length. And he's a smaller guy anyway. And that's the result we got, but obviously he was okay. He played the rest of the game. No ill effects. Uh, And then Truba's, and I don't even, you know, obviously it was the right call that the Rangers getting the subsequent power play because of the instigator. But I also understand, you know, there's a lot said uh, of like, oh, you can't, you know, why why does a guy have to defend himself, you know, after a clean hit? Well, that obviously looked that looked really bad in, in real time. It looked like he absolutely destroyed him and he did, obviously, but. You know, uh, you don't. We didn't have the benefit of seeing the fact that Doby unfortunately loses an edge um, prior to the hit, and that's why he was in the position he was in. And Truba just absolutely, you know, trucks him. So, but yeah, the Rangers were physically bringing it to the Canes, and they're just. You just saw Carolina was has played like this all year, just like up, you know, quick up, quick and down. But the Rangers had fire in their bellies during that first period. You saw it, and that's just kind of how it played out. You know throughout the game you know obviously carolina had a push in the third and the rangers were defending a little too much and they finally get a goal and then gallant says it, ferraro makes a comment that gallant goes to his bench and in no certain term says get you know let's get like stop watching the game and get back into it like start playing and they do and then cop gets a goal and you know so it yeah, was a
1: huge commercial timeout for the rangers they needed oh, yeah, some sort of break to kind of slow things down in their own mind
0: yeah, but again, just the body like and they even comment. I, f- I forget who it was. Maybe it was not Ferrara, but on the intermission, you, they were commentating on just the bo- the, sh- the shitty body language by a lot of the the Hurricane skaters. Their power play was abysmal. They could bear. They didn't, weren't even shooting the puck. The Rangers had the best chance shorthanded on all their. You know, the most dangerous power play chance. You know, for the Canes wasn't even theirs. It was uh, the Ranger shorthanded. So. Yeah, it just you just saw the frustration and the bo- the the lack of body language. And again, we spoke about this. The Rangers are you know obviously you've got guys like Jordan Stahl and whoever it was I forget I keep forgetting the guy who tried to fight Truba. Um, you know you have Jordan Stahl and you have Svechnikov, who's a bigger body, and him and Laugh going at it was awesome. But the Rangers are a bigger team, and they were they were handling you know at least physically, and and Carolina's got a lot of speedy, smaller guys. They've got, you know, Nietzsche, who is tall, but stringy and domey, and Aho, again, who's kind of a, you know, wiry guy. And the Rangers have a little bit more beef on them, and, you know, I just, it's it's definitely made a big difference in this series as opposed to some of those big, you know, forwards that the Penguins have that were kind of just, you know, handling the Rangers in the first round. So, yeah, James, I think to answer your question it kind of played out how you saw it you know i think for the most part the rangers were just kind of even though they don't just as a team they just don't generate as much maybe quantity as carolina does but you know if you look at all the rangers goals i mean or throughout the series a lot of them are from the slot this series which is something that they were having a hard time doing you know what i mean it's uh uh Obviously, they had the one on the power play, but then some good cross passes and Fox activating to go down low to cause because they play that man-on-man system, and it just created some disarray and chaos. And and then Lindgren gets a gets a puck on net, and and his D partner Fox tips it, and they they link up for the goal, which was awesome. And then Lindgren out again, just jumping in the rush, getting it on net. Mika going right to the net, it squeaks through uh, a leaky Ranta, and he puts in the net. So yeah, Mika continues to show up. Kreider, I hope he got... I, I didn't look to see if he got a secondary assist, but on, on the, the uh, Lindegren or on the Fox goal, you know, Kreider goes to take a shot. His stick explodes like a pool noodle. And then he just kind of... Sh- he literally, on camera, you see him just shrug his shoulders, go, you know, go fuck. And then he just quickly winds his boot up and he kicks the puck into the corner so the Rangers have time to get there to win a battle. And then they win the battle, even though Carolina gets to the puck first. They get it back. They give it to a Trent Lindgren who just kind of sails in the zone and puts it on net. Fox gets a stick on it, tips right into the the upper corner, and that's what it's all about. So you know, and Kreider was just handling Aho behind the net. Aho couldn't really do anything because he Kreider is a you know built like a linebacker, so he just kind of had to get defensive position. So it's just yeah, uh, clearly just this team is getting better and better and more confident. And this is what I wanted, James, because again, I think you and I have maintained that the winning is awesome and we live for it as fans, but this is about the future. And this version we've been seeing in the New York Rangers, if this is their how the type of play, even if they eventually they lose to Caroline, in the series if this is the type of play they go out on. I can live with that. Absolutely. Because you just see the, it just clicking. And I mean, on paper, a lot of these guys, it's like, it's, you know, this is still with Panarin clearly hurt and just not Panarin. They're doing all this without our, our, their best player being their best player. You know, they're getting key contributions from our, other guys. And Kaka was on the fourth line for some reason. And Lafreniere... Well, he yeah, got had a nice ice
1: time on the fourth line. Go figure. He gets more ice time.
0: Well, yeah. And I mean, he tried... And he did take a, a shift or two here or there where Gallant was understandably would bump him up to play with the kids every now and then and put Mott back down. But, you know, Mott has a lot... That speed of Mott. Can turn over pucks for them, so I understand. I understand why, and they're like, was a bigger body," and they put a little bit more skill on the fourth line. So I get it.
1: Yeah, um, I, had, I had no problem with any of the playing time. In fact, I thought it was actually pretty even. If you look at you know the time on ice for the, that that game, you know it's kind of surprising. You know, no no one, no forward is over twenty minutes. I don't think any forwards over nineteen minutes. I think he spread it out almost perfectly, and that's what you're going to have to do in these long, tough series. And, you know, it's funny, the the less the lesser ice time the Mika line gets, the better they play, in my opinion. And honest,
0: not to I'll make it real quick so you can get back to your point. But I just think everyone looked a little bit fresher. And I think to your point, you're absolutely right. It's just helping everyone because these series are a slog, especially if it's going to go the distance. And everyone just looked like they had a little bit more jump, probably because their ice time was much more managed. So continue. Sorry. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, no, I, th- and that's, like, my point. It's, like, th- these guys, there's they found a the balance here. We can roll four lines, um, you know, and, you know, the Rangers, the key for the Rangers is to keep the game as simple as possible. They don't need to do the tic-tac-toe bullshit in the offensive zone. They get the puck in deep. They got to jump on it. Jump them. Jump their defenseman. You're stronger than them, you know? Kreider's going to win every single battle, Uh, you know, 50-50 battle, because he's just a bigger guy. He's a better skater. And, you know, and like even a guy like Mika, beat him with your speed. Look at every single, you know, quick transition through the neutral zone or every loose puck that's squirts out. We're, be- we're faster than them, and we're better than them. And w- we can do things when, you know, we force their defensemen to make stupid plays. That's how we, you know, that's how we get our offensive chances. And, you know, I, I really just, I- I'm thrilled that the Rangers have kind of officially, in my eyes, the last two games, they kind of bought into the idea that, listen, let's just outwork them and see what happens. And that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting. And if you're going to outwork them and you're going to be willing to muck it up in the corners and do the dirty work, you're going to win more games than you lose. Because let's face it, you know, the New York Rangers are one of those teams that the, the simpler that they play the I think, in my opinion, they have a better chance of winning and beating these teams like Carolina and Pittsburgh. And, you know, you look at the other teams left, you know, well, Tampa is the only team left in the East, but you know, those teams are skilled. Those teams know how to win. But one of those things that if you can simplify the game and create chances just by doing the ugly stuff that those teams maybe don't want to do or not used to doing all season long, you're going to be successful. And, and listen it's not always going to work you're not always going to win every game every period every shift like that but it's it it gives you an opportunity and when you have a goaltender playing as well as Igor and you got it you know a young decor um uh, you know and you're getting really you know good play out of your young decor of you know Fox Miller and, and Schneider and then you have the veteran guys you know you know and Truba and Braun and you know it's kind of one of those things where it's like listen it, it can come together and it and it has and there's moments where you truly see it and you know i'm just happy that the New York Rangers have finally uh you know found a little bit of a rhythm here and you know that i don't know what game 5 will bring i mean it's going to be tough carolina has not lost at home they also haven't won on the road so i don't know if they're looking at themselves like over questioning you know what they what they truly are you know i I would certainly be confused if i'm in the carolina locker room being like listen we were up to nothing against boston you know we're up to nothing against the rangers they came back and pushed us you know they both pushed us around games three and four you know like is this happening again are we gonna have to beat these idiots in seven like there's got to be questioning and and doubting and you know again you circled their power play, special teams will kill you. I I don't care who you are, but if you're going over every single night on your power play, you're probably not going to win a series. So um, the Rangers certainly have an opening here, Andy, and they got to take advantage of it. And, you know, uh, I know we could probably say this for every game, but this truly is the biggest game of the season. And it's a pivotal game. You know, it's it's one of those where, you know, if the Rangers can pull this off and go home, up three to two against, you know, the Carolina hurricane You know, I think that I think we could seal the deal. But you know, it, if they lose again, it's going to be one of those gut wrenching losses where you're like, oh, we could have had this team.
0: Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in all of sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game parlays? you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable.
1: How are you feeling going into game five? And, you know, what do you make of this Carolina only winning on home ice and losing on the road? Yeah, well, that's the, you know, unfortunately, as it
0: works out for the Rangers at home, but then the Carolinas is like a different team at home. But that's see, that being said, the Rangers didn't really play that bad uh, in the in the games one and two. They almost won game one. They were two minutes away. So, I mean. I I think you I think my hope is that this has shown the Rangers that, oh, like we can they've imposed their game on us a little bit here. And now we can finally impose our game on them, because I think the lack of finishing on Carolina has hurt them this postseason. Um, And I think the Rangers are realizing that their physicality and their ability to slow the game down they don't have to be so much in the track meet with this team. Obviously it makes it difficult for them at times to break the puck out, but just there's these little things, like you said, simple things they can do to get Carolina out of their flow. Because when they're in that flow state of just quick up the ice, quick back to the partner, quick to this guy streaking, quick in the zone, quick to the boards, quick puck retrieval. Yeah. Then that's when Carolina's at their best and it's putting the Rangers on his heels. But, You just saw that the Rangers using their physicality and just holding on to more pucks in the neutral zone and just trying to skate it into the zone and skate it through the zone or skate out of their own end or just holding on to it for that extra second and just making sure there's support and then forcing just some of Carolina's defenders to to kind of collapse. It just it's just made it's made such a difference because Unlike the Bruins, who obviously have the perfection line in that, but you didn't have to really, and you obviously Taylor Hall, you just didn't really have to, there wasn't, you know, there's maybe four or five guys in the Bruins total you had to worry about being able to put the puck in the net. But with the Rangers, you have to worry about Cop, you have to worry about Vitrano. you have to worry about Panarin, you have to worry about Zibanejad, you have to worry about Kreider, you have to worry about Lafreniere, uh, you have to worry about Heedle. now, you know what I mean? And you have to worry about Adam Fox, and you know, hell, even true, you know, Truba has had his moments to see and just you just there, there's just more finishing talent on the Rangers. So and I think that is kind of in the back of their mind. And you know, you've definitely seen that whereas at home, it's really helped the Rangers with the matchups of they're able to get. And so instead of having Jordan Stahl out there shutting down uh, Zavanna Jad. And then putting Ajo on Panera and using his speed on the Panera line. It's almost like they've they've mixed it and then they've tried to match up cop, you know, at times, although they've now reverted back to their OG lines minus Mott in the Kako spot. But it's just like the damage has been kind of been done. You know what I mean? Is that they've and it seemed that it kind of apex in this last game here where everyone had played 20 minutes and they were able to get just different lines out when they wanted to. And I th- I think from a bench management standpoint and just from an X's and O's standpoint, it was probably the best game the Rangers have played, even though they had. Yeah, they they still got out chance because that's just who the Rangers are. They're like, we're not going to go for the, qu- the quantity. It's just not in our blood. It's we're going for the quality and Turk lets us free associate. So even though we don't get into this methodical pace it's what we saw from carolina it was just like a rube goldberg goldberg machine where but then it, it just does ends with a, a medium danger chance and that's it and igor just says i see it it's over you know what i mean whereas the rangers yes it's it's sometimes it's annoying but i you you see them they've their their offense is becoming a little more and more direct as this as the postseason goes on for them And it's working. You see it. You see more shots from the slot. You see more guys cashing in on rebounds there. You see more jamming away, which then causes Carolina to want to, you know, just collapse in the slot. And then just uh, the Rangers have the talent to make those cross-ice passes. And then someone's ready to wire at home. You know, Zvanejad's one-timer in Game 1 on the power play. Cross-crease pass to Petrano on the power play in this game. Uh, but, you know, and then a great back and forth between Cop and Strom in this, like, just right outside of the slot. So it's just, yeah, the rain, It's the 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 pieces are clicking right? just for the Rangers. So obviously, it's can they do this when Carolina's feeling good about themselves back at home? You know what I mean? Because now it's a best of three, and if you win this next game, uh, you then get to go home against a team that has been unable to win. That has to overcome not just the winning the game, but they'll also overcome the mental ass hurdle of that. But it's the New York Rangers. So they're going to make it hard, more difficult for themselves because, of course, that's just how they do things. So that's my fear, obviously.
1: Yeah. Going into game five mentally, I, I don't know where I am. Uh, I guess, you know, as a soured Ranger fan of years past, you just kind of expect them to lose this game after, you know, they're maybe the one of the better games of the playoffs, if not the best game of, their, of the playoffs so far for them. Um, you can argue that game where they blew out Pittsburgh, that, you know, that was a pretty damn good game. Um, but this one, certainly the best game of the series for them overall. I just was imp- impressed with how they were able to show up, take control of the game. And, and although, you know, Carolina did their best, they, they weathered every single storm that was, you know, kind of thrown at them. and And that's exactly what you got to do, especially with the, a three-goal lead that they were, you know, so lucky to build up going into Game Five. Andy, I mentally, I, I feel like I am a little. Con- <laughs> this is sick because I'm a little confident, and that, that's I think where we're in trouble. Is that I actually feel pretty good about this team, and you know, I, I just want them to be competitive. I I think that's at the end of the day. I don't want a game two. I want them just to be competitive. If you lose a close game, you lose a close game just be competitive and show up, you know, I want effort from lines one through four. I want, you know, all the, you know, the D pairings to contribute, you know, you know, I, I really do think, you know, having Braun back there instead of Nemeth has been huge. I mean, the guy just kind of, you know, I, I know he's not playing a ton of minutes, but when he's out there, he just kind of does nothing. Like nothing happens and that's good. You know, that like, you know, slows things down, gives us a break, you know? We need those compared to Carolina. You know, Carolina wants to keep that pace. You know, they want to keep those shifts and hemmed into your zone and and kind of tire you out and and create offensive chances. The Rangers want the opposite. They want to frustrate that team. They want to, you know, throw the puck out, make their D turn and have to go get it. And then, you know, bring it back up the ice and clog up the middle. They got to dump it in and win those battles. You know, these are all the things that the better teams haven't had to do all season long. That's, you know, that's not what they they're so used to you know, being on top and, and, and being and playing with the lead and, and just winning games and kind of going through the motions that you can catch these teams off guard. You know, I think that's what happened with Boston with them is that, you know, they were not used to having to play a, you know, a physical style, a heavier game. And, you know, I, I think skill and their depth overtook Boston, but the Rangers are a different animal. And, if the Rangers show up and they do the little things, throw the puck on net, especially on Ronta, he's a backup goalie at the end of the day. So you should be able to score goals. And, and that's what the Rangers are going to need to do. They're going to have to, you know, weather the first five minutes of that game five because you know Carolina is going to be itching to come out. They just lost twice on the road. They're back home. They know how to win here. Uh, you know, they got, the Rangers got to weather that storm. They got to compete, get the pucks in deep, bang their defensemen. And, you know, throw as many pucks on net. You know, there's fluky bounces everywhere. And this team is certainly capable of, uh, you know, crashing the net and, and sneaking them past. And just, you know, look look at the Zibanejad goal. Like, nothing fancy. Just it's thrown on net. It squirts through and Mika's there to hammer it home. Like, shit like that happens all the time in the playoffs. And that's what we're going to have to do. Um, you know, Andy, I know we spoke last, you know, last time about, you know, who we expect to kind of step up here. You know, if there's a, a bigger name that you wanted to see step up, Mika seems to be that guy right now. He's playing great. He's got the speed. Uh, he's got the legs right now to kind of carry that line. Uh, I'd like to see Kreider do a little bit more. I I, I want him to kind of keep doing what he's doing, I, I, but I want it. I want more, you know, I want Kreider to keep banging bodies in the corner, creating turnovers and scooting up and down the ice. You know, Mika's doing doing well and we needed a good game at a cop and we got it, you know, where he, he has a three point. Night. That was huge. Um, You know, did you think it was Panarin's best game so far? The series, at least I, I thought so, especially in the
0: first period, I thought he was Panarin looked like the old Panarin. He was shaking guys off and juking them and, you know, slave it of all people. And so I was like, yeah, all right all right, finally, I see old bread. And then as the the game went on, he kind of turned back into pumpkin Panera and we've seen recently. Although, you know, I mean, listen, and he still had chances. He had a breakaway chance in the third period when the Rangers did, which is smart of him. But it's just it's my it's not even so much the offensive side, which I can live with. It's just when he's going back to defend just soft on puck, soft plays, just not just trying to get a stick in to be a little disruptive as opposed to really just put pressure on a guy, which, and that's what I think is just an inability to kill, you know, some, uh, or nullify some of the offensive pressure, the hurricanes are putting, you know what I mean? So it's just because when Panarin, the the Panarin we've seen two years outside of this year, which although points wise, he was kind of right up, but just Panarin five on five was a beast in terms of just, Hound like turnovers and winning battles with low center of gravity, just hounding the puck. He was a maniac. You know what I mean? I, some of the, you know, honestly, some of the best effort I've seen from a Ranger in his first two years here is just this year, it was a little less so. And you just hope that's not a key of him slowly checking out as time goes on, as this goes forward. Cause even, and listen, players like Panarin, or I'll say this, or even uh, Nikita Kucherov, they they're gonna turn the puck over trying to do too much. It's just who they are. They're constantly looking to create. It's the beauty of what makes them some of the most dangerous players in the, in the league. But you know, Kucherov is on a mission right now, and you saw just some effort on his back checking in, in that elimination game versus the Panthers. You know what I mean? Just like he was he was going for it. And yes, yeah, so I still think Panera's hurt, and that's gonna play a huge part of it. And who knows? Maybe he's saving it. Maybe he saves it for the the dagger that will event in Game 7, which will put the Hurricanes away, much like in Game 6, uh, excuse me, in Game 7 against the uh, the Penguins. But yeah, it's just, I would obviously like to see a world where, or a game, we spoke about this last time, where both the Mika line and the Panarin line show up. So, But obviously, thank God, Andrew, the cop seems to be moving much better, so hopefully whatever was nagging him, even with the, every other game is just kind of slowly healing you know because he looked way better last night than he has where he's looked kind of debilitated most of the time
1: yeah we're gonna need him I mean we need all these players and you know this is the frustrating thing is that you know the New York Rangers are so close and you just feel like if they just played within themselves and you know got the game that you expect out of Panera and that the Rangers would almost have no problem beating these teams and it's just you know obviously that's not you know reality and this is the playoffs and injuries happen and and you know it sucks that the rangers have so many of them but you know here we are it's 2-2 two, two, you can't ask for much more uh you know hopefully you know Panarin can kind of you know figure it out and just even if it's on the power play just get a couple goals you know i i you know from what i saw last night and some of the highlights it, he did seem a little bit more confident handling the puck on the power play um and, and hopefully that's a sign for you know better things to come because if you have him and fox uh feeling themselves on the power play they're they're gonna get really good scoring chances and you know you, even mika shooting the puck now i, I think you know you're gonna expect the rangers to be deadly again on the on that power play as, as long as you know those guys are feeling themselves um what else you got andy i you know i i tell you uh you know do you still kind of like look around the league and say, all right, there's only seven teams now left and the Rangers are one of them because, you know, I see an elimination game between Calgary and Edmonton kind of crazy elimination game between St. Louis and Colorado. That's kind of, you know, obviously to be expected, but you know, that's kind of crazy, you know, here the Rangers are in the second round and they're in a series and in a sense, I feel like the Rangers were probably, you know, the biggest underdog right now, and in, in in all of the playoffs, maybe yeah, them I mean, them in St. Louis only because St. Louis had to be matched up against Colorado.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously unfortunate for them. obviously the longer this series go on, I think Pen Penguins fans are kicking themselves. I think Maple Leafs fans are kicking themselves. They thought we they would have if they had somehow made it past Tampa, they would have, you know, buzzsawed the Panthers. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, yeah, you, you so, can't do that though. No, I know it should
0: have, should have, could have, woulda. Right, you know. If, but um, yeah. I mean, listen. You know, obviously everyone should be afraid of Colorado because they're just a complete team. I mean, unfortunately for St. Louis, uh, Bennington is now out for the series, and Vili Huso is not playing his best. uh As as we record this, my window's open, and City of Gods, the New York Rangers, uh, you know. Uh, entrance song is playing in the background that has to be a good sign <laughs> yep. um but yeah i mean you know like i said unfortunately bennington's out for the series and huso who had had a great stint down the stretch for them is turned back into the billy huso who lost his net or his depth place in the depth chart to bennington anyway uh mcdavid is in, and and I will say uh, Evander Kane, for that matter, in sicko mode right now. And with Dreisaitl, they're the best line in the playoffs right now. They're just just they can win a series by themselves, which is great and all. But they have Mike Smith in net, which is an adventure. Uh, so but hey, you know, they're up against a team that has Markstrom in net, who after having a good first round and everyone's like, oh, Markstrom, you know, hey. I don't understand all this Shostak love. Mark, look at Shostak struggling. Markstrom is is clearly the better goal. Nope, he's had he's been just as bad as Smith. So, <laughs> and Shostak has just been getting better. And hey, look, you know who also had was not not good in the first round until arguably the last game, uh, Vasilevsky, who's, yep. who then had a flawless uh, second round. And you know, so you know the right players are trending in the right direction. So, I would say. You know, but will will Tampa get brain point back? Obviously, it's good. They were able to get that series over with the longer it goes on, the more likely he's to come back. So they might maybe rust is a concern for them. But at the same time, if it mean if it meant just more rest to get back, uh, you know, just for that team anyway. Just, yeah, more just more rest and they don't feel the need to rush him. And they obviously want the Rangers and, and Canes to go to seven because that gives um, the most maximum time to rest and then all the time for brain point to get healthy to come back. But that could sometimes bite you in the butt though, you know, just not being too much rust. So we'll see. Uh, But yeah, none of the pl- the teams maybe arguably other than the hurricanes are, are perfect left or excuse me, not the hurricanes, the, the, the avalanche, you know, there's as good as some of these other teams have been. They all do have their, their flaws and, or their Achilles heel or whatever you want to say, you know what I mean? So, um, it's just yeah. You just want it to be. If you're a Rangers fan, you just want it to be competitive because you just you just see the effect it's having on these players. And and you know we spoke about just establishing a new baseline for what is the minimum level of performance and effort out of this group. And going forward, next time, if they don't win it this year, and I'm not, I'll never say never. But if they don't win it this year, you know, next year you need to have much like it a Tampa team that took a couple kicks at the can, including a first round sweep. You know, they took a, a step, two steps forward in two subsequent years, and then took a step back, getting bounced. Actually, because they made the playoffs, they missed the playoffs. They didn't No, they made, so they made the, 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 the cup final, right? I'm trying to yes. think of, uh, no, I, if I remember, since I'm thinking of the Rangers well, the going ran- to the cup final, so did they they got bounced in the first round the year the rangers went to the the cup final am i correct about that
1: tampa Mm i am not sure if what tampa did that year i i i from what you're speaking of they the two the year prior to the nhl lockout that year they they won the cup then right and they, they won the won the lockout
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm really mostly speaking about the the iteration of, because yeah, their first year with Cooper was the year the Rangers went to the cup final, it was 13-14. They lost in the first round. Okay. The next year, they beat the Rangers, went to the cup final. The next year, they lost in the conference final. The next year, they missed the playoffs with Cooper. The next year, they went back to the conference finals and lost. Next year, they got swept (laughs) by John Tortorella and the, uh, you know, the Clubs Blue Jackets and lost in the first round. Then they won the Stanley Cup. Then they won the Stanley Cup again. And now here we are. So with Stamkos and Cooper, they had one, two, three, four, five, six kicks at the can before they finally put it together. And that was variancing from, Literally, lost in the first round, Cup final, conference final, missed the playoffs. Back to the conference final, get swept in the first round, one one. So, it just goes to show that it's like you. It's just you just need to get in that state that because you just look at how businesslike they handled, uh, you know, the the Panthers, and it's just it's just about like anything else. I think it's about reps, and I, I will say. One of Turk's best qualities, we've been talking about it all year, is never too high, never too low. He downplays everything, makes guys feel good about themselves, and says, ah, just, and even when they lose, he's like, ah, you know, we lost the game. I kind of like that we played though, so it's all right. You know, and you're just like, well, they're going to, if they lose another one, they're going to eliminate it. But he never makes them feel that pressure. Because would you say pressure got to the, the Florida Panthers? I would say so. You know,
1: going down to nothing in the series that certainly I think got to them because it was like they got blitzed and all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck just happened? We're down to nothing. And then now they had to play it back to back for yeah. games three and four. Right. And, you know, it's just like, what the hell just happened to us? And, you know, Florida is just not a team right now that's built to, um, you know, maturity and confidence and. Uh, I should say, experience is certainly not part of their success right now. That's not the ingredients right now of the Florida Panthers, where you could say the the total opposite is of the, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, you know, a, a crazy stat, I think it was game seven of the Maple Leafs game, it was like Tampa Bay only faced like two other elimination games in, in their, you know, back-to-back cups, and then this, you know, Stanley Cup run. It was like they had two elimination games, in the last playoff series, none the year before. And, you know, this is their third, I think going into the game seven, like they don't play elimination games. This theme is like, they know how to handle their business in the playoffs. And it, it's kind of, you know, it's scary. And, but it's also cool to see what, you know, what that could be, you know, what can be of these teams. You know, when you get a good coach, you get a foundation of players, you get some veteran leadership, you get guys that kind of, you know, come out of nowhere and Braden point even though i knew about that kid uh you know i was the one drafting him in um in fantasy hockey in like the fourth or fifth round because no one even knew who he was uh you know it's just you know it's just crazy and you know yeah you want the rangers eventually to get there andy but uh you know here we are though we you know one day at a time here we got game five tomorrow um man is there anything is there anything else you got andy No, I mean, I
0: think we covered most of it. Uh, It's funny because usually this time of year with the Rangers out, I'm a little bit more like, oh, what's going on in the world championships? What's going on with the draft? Like who's who do I think is going to draft who? Let's look at what picks they have. I wonder who's going to move. I'm in a Rangers centric bubble right now. As am I, which is great. I love it, you know, because all these other teams, just the fact that just being in this position where much like the regular season, you're like, the boys are still in it. They're still playing. We're still in the trenches. They're still that get, I, you know, I feel sick to my stomach at, at a uh, six fifty nine. you know, every other day because I'm like, Oh God, they have to perform. But that's amazing. That, that pressure, what it's all about, because there's nothing better when they, when they come through and they're playing good, like, you know, they can, you know what I mean? So it's just been such a fun ride. I mean it's been so stressful, but it's you just you can't have the high highs without the low lows sometimes and I just think this team, this New York Rangers team, you know their superpower is they can take a punch man they you could beat them they could just get their you know asses handed to them in a the game for. 59 minutes but they can somehow <laughs> weather the storm and just make the one play that can win them the game you know so but obviously you we have lost your expectations in that and it just seems that they're starting to raise their game and believe that they can do this and you know this is to say i mean who's to say if they don't somehow make uh barclay goodrow started skating for the first time on his own today you know so which means which is huge considering I think he was in like a walking boot (laughs) last week. So, and Sammy plays been skating. So you just don't know. I mean, if they can somehow make it through, then you're like, do we get those Is it possible for one or both of those guys to come back? I mean, you just, especially if to a team that can maybe use it. And I love Revo, but you know, maybe it's just having more options makes them more dangerous. And, Yeah, it just makes you think. But again, I don't want to put the cart for the horse. They have to. I I would like to see them try to do more of what just what they've done so far in Carolina. Um, Luckily, we we are guaranteed another game at the Garden, which is nice and obviously beneficial for the Rangers. uh, Just, you know, and their fans, which is nice because worst case scenario, they get to say goodbye to their fans on home ice where I think they deserve to, you know. the season they've had but yeah i don't know i don't i don't get the sense they they want to pack it in just yet and that their season's over i don't think they want it to be over and if i'm being honest you know i don't want it uh either so onward to raleigh uh you're listening to this thursday morning game five is tonight and uh yeah the new york rangers are going storm chasing